You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about implementing the Now platform and getting you trained on it. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Idris. We're your hosts and excited to talk to you about training, certification, deploying, and achieving success with ServiceNow. Today, my co-host Dee and I are talking to one of our ServiceNet colleagues, Ken Sheridan. Hi, Ken. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being with us. Um, so Dee, I understand you and Ken met at the Kirkland office. Back when you can go to the office, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, it seems like ages ago. But yeah, so Ken and I work in the same office and we'd always uh, chat in the hallway and at each other's desks and so on and so forth. So I got to know Ken and I thought he had an amazing story to tell for everyone. So happy, happy to have you here today, Ken. Looking forward to our talk. Yeah, me too. I'm intrigued. So Ken, why don't you tell us what so you used to do before you joined ServiceNow? So uh, before ServiceNow, uh, well, ServiceNow is my second uh, civilian job because before this I was in the Marine Corps for eight years. Uh, I was a meteorologist. And that's what kind of got me into tech, because uh, if you know anything about meteorology, there's a lot of compute and uh, technology involved to come up with a forecast over seven days. Uh, so learning that in the Marine Corps is what got my interest in the technology piece. And so my first job was to be a system admin for the state of California uh, out of Sacramento. And I did that for two years. And I heard about ServiceNow from a friend of mine. Uh, he had worked there for, I think it was three years prior uh, to him telling me about it and that it was a position open for a hardware test engineer. So basically someone to uh, swap parts in and out of servers uh, for testing. And I figured I could do that since I was doing system admin work uh, with two other individuals for the state of California. So it didn't seem like such a heavy lift, but I was kind of intimidated because I haven't heard of service now, but I didn't know that by a very large company and they were growing very fast. So uh, there was that hesitation there of, could I keep up with the, the pace and the demand that a company like that would really be uh, pushing on you? Uh, so, yeah, in, in a nutshell, that's, that's what I was doing before uh, I came to the company. Got it. Um, I mean, that's that's amazing uh, what you've done. And we obviously thank you for your service, too. Um, Appreciate it. Thanks. But yeah, of course. I mean, the one thing I, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, based on what you just shared with us, is... Um, how did you hear about ServiceNow? I mean, what was your introduction to ServiceNow? And then what made you eventually say, okay, that's an organization I want to join. That's what I want to work on. <laughs> well, funny story. So when I was still working at the state of California, they were, you know, it's government, right? So they were doing everything with spreadsheets, like Excel workbooks and things. And uh, coming from the military, that's how we kind of did it because it's still government, right? And I, I was like, this is kind of nuts. We should be able to spend enough money to get a better system in here. So the first system I looked at, interestingly enough, was a product called FreshBooks. And uh, <laughs> that wasn't, it was um, it was great, but it didn't really have the uh, features that I, had, I was really wanting. And it was around that time that this friend of mine had suggested like, hey, you know, the company I work for, that's basically what we do, our platform makes companies work better internally and interface with their customers and does all the CUDB tracking and things like that. And I was like, that sounds cool. And uh, that's what got me kind of uh, looking into it. And 
seeing that, wow, this is, this isn't a small product. This isn't, this is a very large <laughs> offering and it's very robust. And that got me, uh, further my interest into what the company was all about and what they were, uh, what their forward outlook was. And this was back in 2017. So what did you do to learn more about ServiceNow? The website is very, uh, very, is a good jumping off point to kind of get into all the communities and things. And the conferences that uh, ServiceNow was given at the time, I think there was, they were, I know they were maxed out seating you couldn't get a seat to a service now conference but it was like twelve thousand people at this conference back in 2017 and um after seeing that and like how big it was compared to the other conferences that maybe had taken place in vegas just a few days prior i was uh, uh i talked to some of the other developers and like uh online forums and things and really just talking to other folks who were developing on the platform and just kind of learning about it directed me to the the now uh, learning platform is where I learned, uh, you know, uh, how to really interface and create uh, products within the ServiceNow platform. So you went to the now learning platform and did you take any classes there? Yes, I started with the ServiceNow fundamentals course. And uh, that was a good overview into what the ServiceNow product is, what it does, and how to, at a very high level, create uh drive value out of that product without having to be an expert on the platform. Got it. So then from that point on, is that when you applied for a job at ServiceNow? Because we haven't actually talked about what you do at ServiceNow. Right. So I, yeah, I, I, uh, I started the dev instance and um, I played around with it and it, it was interesting, but again, I didn't think I was at the technical skill level to, really uh, apply to service now, but I got talked into it <laughs> uh, by my wife and my, uh, my buddy. And I got, when I got into the interview, it was a, uh, it was a pretty long interview with, uh, with five individuals. And I, uh, I got the job hired on as a uh, hardware uh, test engineer. And interestingly enough, my first job, my first real project outside of my day-to-day job uh, as a hardware test engineer was to better uh, streamline how we uh, took inventory in. So uh, we had a a lot of server components and we didn't have a, uh, the way that we were kind of keeping track of everything uh, wasn't the best for the scale that we were operating at. So I was uh, given the chance to learn the platform and leverage the platform internally to make that better. So eating our own dog food, right? And um, in the Val platform, the learning, the now learning uh, website is was fundamental to me learning all of that. I wouldn't be able to have create that product, which we still use today, by the way, um, the entire hardware. It went from just my team using it to now the entire department uses this, uh, this, in, this instance that I made five years ago as my first project. So it's, it's grown pretty extensively since then. And uh, all of, everything that I've learned uh, has been from the now learning platform. How to create the tables, how to how to uh, manage users, how to do the permissions, and you know, as the product was growing, I had to fine tune the permissions and the user groups, and all those kinds of things that you have to do as you scale the product. So, having the now learning platform was it was required for me to even know how to do all that stuff. 
That's that's awesome, Ken. Um, I mean, that assignment sounds really cool in that project, and I'm glad to see that we're using our own, uh, eating our own dog food, so to speak, right, as you put it. Um, so what are you doing today? I mean, what's your role look like today? So uh, I've been at the company for five years. Uh, as I said, I started off as a hardware test engineer. Then I got promoted to senior hardware test engineer. And then just this uh, January, uh, I was I had a billet change to software development engineer. So now I write software. So I went from being the person who is physically putting in components and testing them, running, running a test that someone else wrote, to now I'm the person uh, writing the test that determines how ServiceNow is going to implement that piece of hardware into our infrastructure and uh, what the performance thresholds and all that stuff needs to be. Um, so it's 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 been a wild ride. It's been uh, uh, a great ride for me and my family and my career tra- trajectory. And it's only getting started. I feel uh, even when I go to interviews now, um, you know, interviewing new candidates, and they ask me, you know, what do I like most about ServiceNow and I'm super honest with them. I say, hey, man, like, after being in the military for eight years, usually after every four years, I reevaluate like what I'm doing and I try to find reasons to, why do I, why should I stay at service now? Um, like I try to find reasons to leave and I can't find really anything. Um, the conversation is amazing. The management is awesome. They truly care about you as a person and everyone's super approachable. Any kind of personal issues you have, people work through them and it's not the same. You don't hear that from other companies. And so those little, those soft, those, those little things matter, especially now with, with the pandemic and no one's really in the office and that whole company culture, companies are struggling. They're trying to find that since you don't have those water, you know, those, uh, those conversations in the office that you kind of just had when you were in there. Um, it's important to try to hold on and build that company culture. And I think ServiceNow has done an excellent job of doing that. And, the reason is is because of the people that we have. I couldn't agree more with you, Ken. Um, what do you do about your ongoing training now that you you know you've switched from hardware to software? So how do you keep those skills up? Well, uh, as a double edged sword, so now that uh, I'm doing software, uh, I'm a uh, a bit more valuable. <laughs> I feel like because uh, I could pretty much I could solve problems with software, right? That could be reused and kind of retooled for different things, uh, which makes it super flexible. So now what the what my leadership wants me to do is all these programs and applications that I'm writing for back in infrastructure, they want me to turn that into a, uh, a push button for the end user. So like you don't have to log into a terminal command line window and run things from the terminal. Someone should be able to log into our instance that I made five years ago and hit run this test on this server, you know, with a soft button and the GUI, and it should do the same thing. So I have no idea how to do that. So what I'm going, what I'm learning now is to, uh, it's a product, I'm going to, I'm going to miss the name, but uh, the low code platform that ServiceNow now offers, I'm going to use that to integrate my application into the ServiceNow platform. So that way our end users in the company don't have to run things in the command line. They get just log into our GUI from a browser anywhere or on their phone and run tests on any of our infrastructure and in, uh, that's, you know, in our cloud. That makes sense. It'll be easier for a user that doesn't want to run something from the command line, essentially. Right? Okay. Correct. And what would you say 
the the training you've received has done for your career at ServiceNow? Um, I wouldn't be where I am without it. I would have a, I feel that learning how to use the product that we're actually selling um, and using that internally and leveraging leveraging that for my team is what uh, separate is what differentiated me from um, maybe an, another engineer who just wanted to just, uh, keep their heads down and do their job because I because I came in and um, maybe it's the you know the brainwashing from the military for better or worse I was I was I wanted to improve things and when I saw this product sitting over here that I had no idea how to use but I had all this free education that was available um, to learn how to use it I just jumped on top of it and got things done and yeah it wasn't super perfect because again I'm not a trained service now developer but um the 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 tools and the learning platform are tailored in such a way that you don't need to have a master's degree a bachelor's degree or even an associate to understand it and be very valuable to the team um, that you're applying it to so the barrier to entry is really low and that was a huge confidence boost and that i feel like that's what got me here that's wonderful that's yeah, it's great to hear, Ken. I mean, that's that's really, really powerful, that last message that you put out there. So, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, any any final questions, Crystal? Or no, I'm, I'm so thrilled that Ken was able to join us and tell us his story. Um, you know, I think it's really inspiring. So thank you, Ken. Yeah, absolutely. Ken, I mean, we, we thank you so very much for being on with us today. And uh I'm looking forward to seeing you in the office hopefully sometime soon so we could uh, grab lunch and, and chat it up like we used to. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to that. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris. And this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. You can find us and other ServiceNow podcasts in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. Be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.